put the mug on his face. Okay, two, three, one. Here we go again. Matito is here with us, and hopefully we will also have our friend Chance Baumgartner. Or should I even call him? Is that his last name? We should probably edit that out. We should say <laughs> Chance Bleep. <laughs> well, that was that was one of the funniest things of the podcast you guys did before. You got his name wrong. <laughs> And he, really? he said something about it, and you just kind of glossed over it. And I don't think he, he ever corrected you. Uh, but can you guys see me? Oh, he's hey, here. Chance Hang here? On. Wow, Chance live on the broadcast. Nice, buddy. We can't see you yet. We yeah, good. You. I'm. I, that, let's keep it like that. I'm going to keep the camera off. Oh, okay. All right. Lord okay. knows what'll walk by me with uh, a dog and a three-year-old. Yeah, Mason. I mean, I'm talking to Matt and Josh. I got dogs and cats in here too. You got a nice background though. How'd you guys get those fake backgrounds? Uh, you got to be in the cool kids club. Apparently, you're not there yet. You got to do. You got to do at least three or more podcasts. <laughs> okay, well, this is two, so I'll get there next time. <laughs> they can't see you, buddy. Can you see us? Oh, I guess so. If you saw our backgrounds. Yeah, I see you, and I see Josh, and Mason's sitting here. He says hi. Say hi, Mason. Hey, buddy. Hey, Sin. <laughs> so okay. uh, apparently, I apparently I got your name really, really wrong, Chance. Yeah, you're pretty bad at it. <laughs> I I thought it was Baumgartner. Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What What are we talking about tell tonight? Me it, tell me what it. Uh, we're talking about your last name first. Is what we're trying uh, wait, because I got to get that right. If you know the audience is gonna. You know, get to know you. They got to know the last name. And they also got to know that I've known you for many, many years, and I still don't know your last name. <laughs> well, it uh, seems to be pretty typical of you. So I think oh. we're good. Oh, oh, baby. All right. So how do you say your last name? <laughs> Baumer. Baumer? That's it? That's it. <laughs> it's not Bumgardner? I know. <laughs> Um, that's no. so strange i'm so sorry i apologize I, Balp- I really i don't care at all okay well there's a lot of consonants and a couple of vowels that are not being enunciated in your last name am i incorrect you, you are correct with that yes so that's why i enunciated it the way that it reads to me which is bum gardener except there's no t my keys Hold on a second. My dad needs my keys. Hold on a second. Okay. Talk amongst yourselves. Matt, what's the first topic for tonight? I don't know. Josh has the topics. The only topic I came up with was uh, the Robert Kraft thing. You see that? Oh, what happened? No. So, you know, he went to uh, the massage parlor, whatever, and yeah, got a. Yeah. He got what he got. And they were, I guess they were investigating him for like sex trafficking and all this crap, which turned out to be garbage. Um, but he got, he ended up getting off like without having to pay any fines or anything, which is fine. But apparently the massage parlor or maybe even the employees themselves ended up having to pay like some crazy number, like 20 to 50,000. And I just thought it was crazy that this billionaire got off with nothing and then the the massage parlor is having to pay all these fees 
It's ridiculous. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of garbage. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I don't think it sounds like a lot of garbage. I think it sounds like the same garbage that always happens, which is the rich get off being staying rich, and then the poor people are the ones that get, you know, uh, fucked in the ass. Uh, if you, you know, not, like, uh, I apologize for the bad words or, or anything, but that's usually what happens to people that don't have any money, can't defend themselves with these lawyers. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, but how many other customers? I mean, if you just consider Robert Kraft a customer of that massage parlor, did the other customers get fined too? Who else was in well, the videotape? I didn't read the article. I, but I, 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 this was a story from a long time ago. I must have just resurfaced as far as you know, like what the payouts are and all that. But uh, I believe there was like 21, 22 people like indicted in the whole thing. Maybe even more. I don't. I don't know the exact number, but definitely more than just Robert Kraft. Obviously, he was the most high-profile guy. I know yeah, that. You know, he should have uh, gone down like everybody else. There was one employee who was sixty-one years old, ordered to pay twenty thousand dollars to the Jupiter Police Department, plus a five thousand dollar fine and more than 6,500 in fines and fees. She was also sentenced to one year of probation and a thousand hours of community service. A thousand hours of community service? Is she gonna do community service for her entire life? That's oh, a I'm sorry. Of community service. 100 hours of community oh service. Oh my God, okay. Good catch. <laughs> Say what? I've done community service and a thousand hours is gonna be like way too many. Yeah. Have you ever done community service, Chance? Yes, back in 2005 when I got my DUI. You got a DUI? All right. All right. Me too. Uh, <laughs> Hooray. Only, uh, only Matt has to get his, and then, hey, three musketeers of DUI. Yeah. I'm just it was kidding. only like 24 hours or 25 hours, 20 hours, I don't know. It, the whole thing was a joke. Uh, I don't even think anybody was recording it other than that I had to go to a meeting once a week and just tell them I was going to the um, – Habitat for Humanity Restore. It was pretty easy. I also went to the Habitat for Humanity. No, is that where the animals are, correct? No, I went to the... No, I went to the one that had Habitat... all the furniture and everything. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't do that one. I went to the... I must have been to the Animal Habitat Humane, whatever it is called, but basically like a... Uh, it's basically like a zoo, but it's not really a zoo. It's like a rehabilitation center for animals. But really, it's kind of like a zoo because you they they charge people to go in there and like pet these animals, like wolves and not pet them, but like see them, like wolves and and other animals that are they're just being rehabilitated. But they're used. It's funny that it's a non for profit, but they charge people to go in there and see these animals. Does that you know what I'm saying? Does that it doesn't necessarily equate? Thank you, Dad. <laughs> My dad had to move my truck, so he's coming gotcha. in his own office to drop off my keys. Yeah, I, I don't know. Robert Kraft, that whole thing. I always knew he was going to get away because people in power that have a lot of money, they always get away with it. They just always do, for the most. Unless maybe you're black, like O.J. Simpson, and then he didn't. He almost got away with it, but he didn't get away with it in, you know, in the long run. Well, I think there's a difference, slight difference between getting a blowjob and killing somebody. 
Yes, there is there is a slight difference between those two. <laughs> no, that, so we don't get the audience confused. That was being sarcastic. We, of course, there's a major difference between those two. All right, so I need to know your guys' take on that football thing that happened last week down in Texas. Did you watch the video? Oh, yeah, I watched the video. Did you watch uh, the a lot of the videos? Yeah, and very, very few people agree with me, and I don't give a shit. I still think it's wrong to punish all those innocent kids on that team. Okay. All right. I'll give you my right. opinion, even though I, I haven't seen the video. But you can pull it up right gen now. Generally speaking, I think it's ridiculous that they kicked out a team for something one guy did, right? Isn't that what you're about to say, Chance? Yeah, yeah. And pull go ahead and pull up the video. That way Josh can give his comment take, commentary and you can, you know, see what actually happened. Because it was pretty yeah. – I mean, it was a brutal hit. I'm not, I mean, I'm sure that ref is still feeling it this week. But yeah, ahead, I mean, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was on the verge of assault. I'm not going to lie. On the verge of assault. I mean, this guy could have been killed. I mean, he had whiplash out the kazoo. He didn't see the guy coming. He didn't have any pads. Number 88, by the way, was a monster sprinting across oh, the yeah. field and just demolishes this old man. I'm not saying old, but definitely, you know, not in an age where you need to be taking a hit like that, you know, to the side. Now, here's the thing. Here's where I kind of... As far as them punishing the entire team, I think it's I think it's just because it is a team sport. Um, and that's the only reason I'm saying that particular point of view. Uh, it's a team sport. Look, the, the way you the way you really cripple that particular number 88 is if you not just punish him, but you punish everybody else so that he feels the full effect of what he did. That that's the, if you just punish number 88, he's going to be like, all right, you know, like my team's still going on. Not a big deal. I wanted myself to get punished anyway. It's almost like letting them get away with it, mind you. So I would agree with that. If if that's what happened in professional settings, whether it be a professional sport team or just a professional workplace. But that's not what happened. If, if okay. I push a customer at work. All the employees don't get fired. I get fired. I mean, I'm, I'm asking straight up, take a minute and think about it. Give me an example of where one person does something like this, whether on another, on a professional sports team or another workplace, where one person does a, an incident that, you know, they lost their temper for one second and then everybody else gets in trouble. It's just, it's not a real world scenario. And the problem I have with it is that we continue to teach these kids coming out of school that they're not ready for the real world. That's not what happens in the real world. There's no reason to punish, uh, you know, 25 other innocent kids that work their ass off to do that. I, I don't get to pick my teammates at that level. If you were on my team and I didn't like you already and then you did that, I'd be really pissed. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a really good point that you're making, but let's 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 take the definition of punish. I mean, that the other kids didn't get kicked off the team, you know, the other kids can still play. They just basically were like, oh, this whole team, because of this particular incident, isn't able to go on further into the playoffs. I believe that's what the punishment was, correct? 
Yeah, and they say it's in the UIL rules or whatever for that district or that that. Uh, oh, so it's already in the rules. Texas, but... Wait a minute, I didn't even know. So it's already in the rules that if something like this happens, that the entire team gets punished uh, or does is not able not punished. I don't want to say punished because I think that's the uh, the wrong operative word. It's 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 the consequences of what happens. You know what I mean? If you don't follow the rules in this particular setting then the consequences are this. It's not like anybody's getting punished. It's just the rules are the rules. And especially if the rules were already set in place, then it makes 1,000% sense that I, that is exactly what happened. They just followed the rules. I have, I have not read the rules myself. That is just what everybody's been telling me uh, on the arguments that I get into online in other blogs. And they say that the UIL ruled on it. The school didn't pull the kids from the team, the playoffs the district or the um, whatever it is, the section that runs that group for quad A football or, or single A football down there, they're the ones that made the decision, that organization. Let me give you a story. Uh, we were uh, I went back in high school. Uh, I was, believe it or not, I was the quarterback of this team and we were ranked number two in the state. Uh, and the only reason I say, believe it or not, I'm the quarterback, because if anybody doesn't know me, I'm five foot seven and a half. I weigh hardly anything. I can barely see over the line of men that are supposed to be guarding me. I couldn't even throw. I was like an option quarterback. <laughs> I think the entire season I threw for 262 yards the entire season. <laughs> <laughs> but I ran for over a thousand. So, you know, like it equaled it itself out. But here's what happened, and the reason I bring this up is because we had a guy on our team. Uh, we'll call him Jay Bleep because we don't want to say his last name, you know. And uh, he was not registered to our school properly. He had he was a transfer, and he hadn't transferred properly, like because some of the documents or something like that didn't transfer exactly. So what happened? Even though we were ranked number two, we were going to the playoffs. Uh, we got disqualified the entire team because of this one ineligible player. So, in to make a comparison, very similarly to what happened to this team, one player does something wrong, the entire team pays. I, I get that, and there there are a couple people that made that argument, but that is a that is not a a player that lost their temper. That is an institutional problem where the school district and or the team, whoever was supposed to do the paperwork or process everything correctly, failed to do so. And at that point, you have no choice. If the administration fails, then you have to take the team out. I completely agree with that one. Mm -hmm. But this is in the heat of the moment. This is like last year when uh, the Cleveland Browns linebacker hit Mason Rudolph in the head with, the, with his helmet. Mm -hmm. The Browns don't forfeit any games. Like that guy's just fined and suspended or whatever have you. But it, it's little, just not an institutional problem. <clears throat> a little different, though, because this uh, institutional problem uh, would be something that uh, it's it it's not it's not like NFL where like these these are professional players they get paid. You know what I mean? Like you can find these professional players. You can't find this number eighty eight kid and be like, you owe us eighty eight thousand dollars. I just made that number up because his number is eighty eight, but. You know, in the NFL, you're allowed to find these guys. So it's institutional means like uh, NFL is not and even though. Yeah, OK, it's an institution, but it's not really an institutional problem because the NFL 
is a business hiring all these employees. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's a different setting. So in in the NFL, that's your job, and you get fined or you get suspended or you get fired from your job, whatever whatever it might be. But the team doesn't fall. The in in the instance with that kid, like he gets whatever he deserves, whatever's coming to him. If um, the local prosecutors want to take him up on charges for assault, great, that's up to them. He gets whatever's coming to him. If the referee wants to file another suit for injury or for assault, that's fine. That's what's going to come to him down the down the line. I just don't. I just think all those other kids on that team just don't deserve that because one idiot lost their temper that they have to lose the rest of their season. I I would agree with that. Uh, I would agree with that. The only caveat that I have is that the rule was already set in place. Yeah, and I can see that, but. I guess my biggest argument there is we're just not prepping the kids for the real world, whether it's football, you know, I made the other, I made the other uh, uh, analogy that if you put the kid in the classroom and the kid pushes the teacher, the whole classroom doesn't get expelled. You know, like you don't pick your classmates, you don't pick your teammates. Um, you got to change the rule or, and I, I agree with the people that are protesting. If my kid was on that team, and he, you know, he had his grades, everything was legit on his, on what everything that he had to do. And he got punished for it by losing out on this playoffs. Then I'd be pissed. Yeah. I think, I, I think I, the protests are valid. And I think they need to look at the rule moving forward. Yeah. I think they need to look at the rule. I think that that's the, I think that that's the proper thing. I agree with you that not everybody should be punished, but the rule was already in place. Right. Matt, any thoughts? Sorry. Didn't mean to bogard the conversation. Not really. Pretty much, I agree with Chance. Uh, I don't think they should have kicked the team out because of one guy. Um, I, just... Let me tell you, when you know the Facebook threads that I was on, Matt, and and you guys can jump on there, I, or I can link them to you. Nobody, like, I'd say like three out of two hundred people were agreeing with me. Everybody mm. was saying that that whole team should be banned, yada yada yada. And I kept asking people. Like, look, if you're gonna if you're gonna fight for that or if you're gonna argue in that direction, what's your example? Give me something. Cause I can't think of anything legit. And if you give me something, and maybe I can turn change my mind, but in any real world environment, that does not happen. Sure. Well, the, uh, like I was gonna say before, the only caveat to the entire thing is that is this, this was in the list of rules and that they just followed the rules to a T. I mean I don't know, you know, you got to change the rule in the rule book. And if the if the people from the organization that are supposed to enforce the rules followed the rule to a T, you can't blame them. You can't, you know, you just no, got to change you, the rule. You're right. you're right. You can't. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see if the rule is changed down the line here. If somebody does that again, unfortunately, I mean, hopefully it never happens again. Hopefully these kids can have a little bit more self-control. It is just a game and you don't you never hit the wreck. You know, you can. Yeah, you, I uh, hit the ref. I hit the ref one your, time. You, gotta, you <laughs> remember that time? No, I no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You're trying to. Everybody's trying to make me sound like I'm this crazy. Like my brother was on the podcast before. He's like, remember that time you got in that crazy ass fight with that? Uh, what? I was like, what? All right. So no, I it, it was an accident. The referee threw me out of the game, and I was trying and and uh, I don't know. He threw me out of the game. He like gave me like a yellow card. Maybe I got two yellow cards, a red card. I don't know. And then I had the ball, and I threw the ball back at the ref, like from the sideline, 
I was just trying to throw it in his general vicinity, but it ended up hitting him right on the head. <laughs> and everybody thought I did it on purpose, but I threw it from like 40 yards away. So it was it was quite a distance for me to be able to hit him, you know, directly on the head on purpose. I didn't I didn't mean to do it, but I, I have that was the one time that I've hit the ref. What sport was that? With the football? Soccer. Soccer. You hit soccer somebody ball. on the head from 40 yards away with a soccer ball? With a throw. That's impressive. Maybe it was 30 yards. Maybe it was 25 yards. I don't know. I don't, yards. I don't know. Impressive. It was it it was impressive until it happened and then everybody turned and looked at me and were like, "What are you doing?" They thought I did it on purpose. I didn't do it on purpose. I was just trying to throw it in the general vicinity, but it just ended up hitting him. Whatever. It's, you know, and not my proudest moment, you know, but uh hey, I just, you know, I've I've hit the ref before, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I don't know why I'm trying to uh, give number 88 some kind of a scapegoat. I'm not. I'm not trying to give 88 a scapegoat. That guy, that guy needs, I mean, he was mad. He was big mad. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he definitely has to go through some counseling for some temper tantrums and uh, anger management there. But uh, oh, my God, that's uh, I great. Just, I just couldn't make- believe the overwhelming response online to people that sided with the team getting suspended and couldn't and and a lot of them didn't even cite the rule there were a couple say well it's in the rule but a lot of them were just like no that team's dirty like the team is dirty if one person does that like Mm. "Eh, that's not how it really 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 works yeah i mean a lot of things aren't how they're really supposed to work right like something you know but Here's what be an interesting thing for the for the podcast is Matt, if you could, is there a way to pull up a poll? You you set up like a some kind of a poll, so that whenever we have questions like this on the podcast again, and Chance is like, I can't believe you know ninety seven percent of the people were disagreeing with me. We put up a poll and see if it's the same number that disagree, you know, or you know what I'm saying? So that you can get more of a gauge. I just wonder what kind of audience you were speaking to. Facebook's not really the most reliable audience if, if you don't. Yeah, I can do You that. know what I mean? It, yeah, get it, our, uh, see what our six South listeners Texas, say. It was Facebook and it was an article on a South Texas uh, newspaper or news channel. Like it was a, that was the post. So it's yeah. pretty much that demographic down there, that area. Anybody that lives down there follows that news feed. All right. Well, they must. That, that, the that people in that area must important. understand that rule, correct? Yeah, so, that's what I said. Only some of the people cited the rule. That was the other disappointing part is that you all, like, I, I don't even live there, but I follow it because I used to live there. And all of those people that do live there, you're not fighting for those other kids. I just couldn't believe that. Other than the parents, and there were, I mean, there were some people outside the school that were protesting it. But I just couldn't believe that overwhelmingly that that, that region sided with the team being banned. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Next up. Top. What do you got? All right. All right. Uh, here, here, here's my next topic. And it's a, it's a topic that I came up with because uh, it's very divided, very divided as far as how people see this. I believe it's going to be more 50, 50 than your 97 to 3% on your argument with number 88. Uh, all right, Matt gets to answer first since we left him out of the last conversation. Okay, so here's the, here's the question: Immunizations, 
to get them or not to get them? That is the question. Say the first part again. Immunizations. COVID-19 specifically. Okay, okay. Um, Vaccine. Do you vaccine or do you not vaccine? This is the question. Yeah, I do. I mean, that's what the the caveat that once I'm able to get it, it's probably going to be hundreds of thousands or millions of people that have already had it. So I get to use them as guinea pigs. Um, but sure. I mean, I, I trust scientists and doctors and um, so, yeah. The government? Uh, to some extent. Okay. But I mean, Pfizer's not the government. All right. And you give your children the vaccine. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to get it, they are. I mean, nobody, nobody questions. Well, not jobs question, but most people do not question like, you know, the vaccine for mumps and vaccine for smallpox or whatever we already give our kids. Right. Yeah, that's, that's a good argument. Yeah, I, I've heard that arg- that side of the argument as well. I just uh, there's a it seems to be that there's a lot of mistrust between the general population or some of the population, specifically the people that I've been hanging around with lately, which is like uh, late twenties, early thirties type people. It seems like though that demographic, or at least the ones that I've been hanging out with, um, which is probably like. I don't know, like 20, 30 people. It's not that that much of a, a you know, a, a big size demographic, but they have a, a, a severe mistrust of the government, and they're saying even if this vaccine comes out, they're and they're not going to take it. And this could be just a Florida thing because Florida people are crazy. I mean, you you know, you've seen, you know, nobody wears their mask. They do wear their mask, but but not really. Not like they do in other places. In other places, like everybody wears your mask. If you don't wear your mask, like as soon as you get out of the car, everybody's turning around, look at you like you better get back in that car and find a mask or get back in that car and drive to find a mask Mask or get back in the car and drive out of here. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? But in Florida, it's not that way. It's a little different. But I will say that I have heard a a lot of younger people saying, no vaccines. I I will not take it, even if they're mandatory. Chance? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I think it's disappointing that... uh, I look at it as a stepping stone for technology. I mean, the only way the human race can advance is by trial and error. Yeah, a lot of those vaccines are, yeah, they might screw up some people. They might not react well with your body. But how do you expect the doctors and how do we expect them to get any better with the vaccines if we don't try and, and take them? We have, to te- we have to tell ourselves that we're just a small speck in history and that they need to continue to advance forward. We're all going to die anyway. And we need, we're, we're looking for the future here. If they, can, if they give me a vaccine and it doesn't go well and they learn something from me taking it and how it reacted to my body and they fix it so that my son can take it or my grandson, then, then it's worth it. We all need to be in for the greater good here, I think, and, and just suck it up. Uh, nothing, whether it's government driven or not i'm sure there's like you know obviously there's a ton of money behind it 
there's a lot of politics in it and who gets it and when and who gets it first. But at the end of the day, again, it's just a speck in history. We'll look back at this 20 or 30 years from now and say, oh, look, all these people that got this uh, COVID vaccine, you know, 80% of them are doing well, 20% of them are doing are not doing well. Let's try to figure out what happened with those 20% and fix it if this happens again. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with that argument. I think I think that there's been a lot, you know, and, and with YouTube and uh, a lot of the social media, and, and I'm sure you've heard the conspiracy theories about uh, QAnon and the fact that they're trying to splice 5G with the vaccine. And, it, and, and I'm not going to say, but a lot of people said, hey, they're going to come out with a vaccine as soon as the new president is uh, elected. And uh, by holy God, there's a new president elected. And by holy God, there's a fucking vaccine. Like, I mean, I'm just, it's a little suspect that the vaccine comes out right here, right exactly well, when well, all these conspiracy theorists are like, hold, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Well, hold on, hold on a second. Trump is going to mm -hmm. get the credit for this. The vaccine's coming out on his dime, on his watch. You know, he's not, yeah, he's on his way out. But uh, these guys, these scientists and doctors have been working on this for months, man. We, I mean, they've kept us on the timeline. They, I mean, all the way back from mid-July or late July was when I started to see that, okay, they're, try they're finally starting to get a test group together. And it's accelerated their timeline. I don't really care who's in office or not. Um, like Matt touched on earlier, you know, I'm going to trust the scientists and the doctors that are working on it. Um, and I'm going to take it whenever it comes out or whenever it's available to me. No, I understand exactly what you're saying, but a lot of the conspiracy theorists are going to be saying this. Sorry, Matt, I don't mean to cut you off, but let me get this point across and then you can say what you want to say. Um, a lot of these conspiracy theorists are going to say, well, if Trump had won the election, this vaccine wouldn't have come out. They would have held it back until they figured out a way to get Trump out of office and and then and then bring the vaccine in. That's what that's what a lot of people are saying and I'm just uh, going off of that. It's not that I'm uh believing one side or another because my job was well, not my job but uh I I like to stay on in the middle of both sides of the story. I don't like to jump too far into one side or too far into another side. I kind of like to stay kind of in the middle and kind of try to understand both sides of the story. So that that's and if, if Trump had won, the vaccine wouldn't have been. But he Trump is talking about how awesome it is that the vaccine is coming out. So that logic doesn't really make sense. Trump's not saying don't take the vaccine yet. I mean, he probably will once he gets out because. That's what he does. But so far, he's talking about how awesome it is that the vaccine is coming out. So how does that line up with what you're saying? Well, well it doesn't. It doesn't. But it, uh, look, a lot of this stuff is like ginormous speculation. Like, it, and, that, and that's why I, I, I'm not educated enough in one subject or another to, to say one thing or another. I'm just giving my speculation. I'm just trying to give interesting talk about interesting topics. That's it. And uh, and I, I don't know. You know, it just it, for me, it sounds a little bit sketchy that the vaccine came out like weeks after the election went 
to Biden. That all that's right. all I'm saying. Uh, next time you see somebody that says they don't want to take the vaccine, why don't you ask them, do you believe in QAnon, Bigfoot, <laughs> Flat Earth? Um, Wait, hold on a second. Else? I don't believe in Flat Earth. I'm not asking you. And I don't I believe mean, in QAnon, but I'm I believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> if, if, if you, the top 10 conspiracy theories, if you ask them if they believe in them and they say yes to like seven or eight of them, I don't know, man. Yeah, I think that's, that's, another, that's another, I think, poll, I think that's question, another Matt has to put together for us. I think question number eleven needs to be after you ask that person all those those top ten. Question eleven needs to be: What was your highest level of education? Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't oh. say that. That's not even. Hey, um, one quick thing on the vaccine. I know. Um, uh, what is her? She's a respiratory therapist nurse. I'm not going to name her name, but you guys know her. Um, her name is Bleep. Yeah, that's, that's her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she signed up to be in the trial for the vaccine. Okay. And she is a nurse. She's gone to medical school, all that stuff. She's super intelligent. She works with COVID patients. Does she believe in Bigfoot? I haven't asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess no. But Matt, that needs to be your top priority to find out. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll ask her for sure. Bigfoot, QAnon, what else? Uh, aliens. Flatter. Aliens. aliens. Uh, reptilians. Yeah. yeah. Mid, like Middle Earth that, theory. That metal piece was in Utah that they found. Yeah. Get that. That that's a good question. You know, I didn't have that on the, I didn't have that on the list of things I wanted to talk about, but I actually do want to talk about that. Let's go there because that is very interesting. This is very weird. So the these th monoliths, right? These wait, monoliths wait, are wait, 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 wait. We got what was Matt saying about the what were you saying about that person? You said they're going to get the vaccine. Was that the end of your statement? No, no, just that she's a respiratory therapist. She works in the medical field and she signed up to be in the trial when they were uh making a vaccine so but, not even the finished vaccine she's signing up to to be a test subject i would have liked to have been a test subject yeah i think i would have, I would have passed on that one but yeah i would have passed on that shit too what the fuck it, are you talking about chance you want to be a test subject what the hell because yeah. of the money yeah maybe but uh before we exit this conversation matt how's your COVID experience I mean, it's been fine. Uh, it's like I was telling Stucky, Josh, the, uh, I don't know if people that follow the podcast know your last name, uh, but anyways. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's more fun to say. Yeah. Uh, Is it I was telling Josh. Stuck, stuck, on, stuck Gardner? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. All six, all six of our subscribers think yeah. Stucky is uh, how you should uh, reference me. Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, like I'm saying um, to Josh, it was on a sickness level out of 10. It was probably like a two. I mean, I had symptoms for three days where it was like a cold and I was a little fatigued. Uh, and it kind of died down after three days. And I don't have any taste and I still don't have my smell back. But as far as the sickness itself, it was it was no big deal at all. The biggest pain in the ass was just quarantining. Um because I don't know if I told you, Chance, but Luke got it. So 
me and Luke were in one part of the house and Kim and Leo were in another part for, uh, I guess it was like 10 days. So that was a pain in the ass. But I mean, yeah, that's the, pretty the, impressive that you guys were able to stay split like that for 10 days. So that, nice job. But yeah, you did tell me that Luke had it. Yeah. Um, yeah, must ha- it must have a big house in order to be able to do that. You know, like if you had like a small house, I'd be like, oh, no, COVID, you got me. <laughs> like there's nowhere to go. But I mean, regardless of the size of the house, like you're sharing mutual objects like the washing machine, the refrigerators, the bathrooms, like yeah. I mean, unless you have multiple kitchens and, and you literally have like a, a, a duplex going on there, then. No, nah, we would. Kim would make our food. And then Kim and Leo would go into another room and then we would go down there and eat. And I would like clean up after we were done eating and we'd go back upstairs. Yeah, see, that's that's a lot of coordination. Yeah. So so Kim and the other one didn't get it. No, nah, which is crazy. The which other thing, which is pretty amazing. Well, the other thing that we were, were curious about um, is did Kim and Leo have it? And give it to us, and they were just asymptomatic. Because it's possible, probably but like, I would say that that's probably more likely than the other one. I would because think so, but they've been so, tested. You're going to be in a house; it's secluded in a house, like you're saying, Chance. You're sharing things. I mean, how difficult is it not to share something when you're living in a house? You know, even if you're living in a mansion, it's still going to be difficult. You know. Yeah, we we don't live in a mansion. <laughs> And uh, more than that, before I tested positive, when I had symptoms, Kim and I were still sleeping in the same bed. So we're breathing the same air for eight hours, and somehow I didn't pass it along to her. So I don't yeah, know. COVID schmovid. COVID schmovid. I'm tired of co- talking about COVID. We talk, yeah. A chance, if you want to listen to uh, Matt's entire uh uh, podcast. We have an entire podcast of Matt telling us the entire story. I think there's a couple of podcasts that are up on the thing that uh, tell the from beginning to end when Matt got COVID. How does he yeah. feel afterwards? Pretty interesting. I think it'd be a good listen if you want to uh, listen to it and of tell course. some of your buddies so we can get some more subscribers as well. Yeah, let's let's talk about monoliths. Monoliths. That's exactly <laughs> what I talk about. My God. Hey, what? in the hell so these monoliths if anybody doesn't know out there these were triangular shaped correct and they were made out of what what i assume is metal or aluminum or something right and they were like these tall structure i would say maybe like 12 feet maybe 15 feet structures uh triangular shaped with like some weird ass designs on the thing and a one popped up in I don't know exactly where they popped up in chance. Do you know do you know the, the entire thing? I thought one was in Utah. And more places. There's like five places and across the world, by the way. Like one in Utah, one in Denmark or something crazy. Like one in I don't know. I don't know where they're at. Maybe Matt, just look it up and and, and tell us where they're at. What what uh, while Matt's looking this up, Chance, tell me what you think about these things. Fake? Real? What? Uh, I really don't know. I haven't done a lot of reading on it. I just I see it in some passing articles. Uh, I saw, you know, what's funny is I saw another um, video today 
that somebody was hiking a while back and they saw a bunch of people putting on like Star Wars costumes out in the middle of the nowhere and they didn't know what the hell was going on. And now they found out that like they actually came across some filming of the Mandalorian. So I don't know anything like that. that. I don't know. I don't know some what it kind is. of promo thing. I think if it was more suspicious, I think more authorities would have been involved. And from all the articles or from all the videos that I've seen, it's just people that went out there and looked at it themselves, and then it just disappeared. Yeah. So, so, th- so that's the answer. Go ahead, Matt. Um, I was going to say something similar. I think it's probably just somebody that's trying to get publicity or trying to be in the news, or I don't know. Probably well, they did like a good job. Well, whatever yeah. they did, they did a good job. Maybe yeah. we should, maybe we should do a monolith for two, three, one, go. Like we just yeah. put it, we <laughs> put it out at like the salt, the like the Salt Lake Desert or something. Like that. I don't even know if that's a thing. And we, and then we just put two, three, one, go, two, three, one, go, two, three, one, go on like the side of the monolith. Yeah, we could carve it out of a mountain. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then people start googling two three one go exactly 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 i would hey let's do that oh god well this is all right we can't broadcast this this is not going to be able to go live because if, if <laughs> i'll cut that out they're going to know our plan <laughs> you know you know how we could get some of that kind of advertising is uh is geocache and just start leaving little uh things in the geocache maps that say two three one go so when you're searching for some oh, of that crap, uh, random people wow. find our stuff. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Me and Matt are a wolf pack of two and chance. If you would like, you can come on board and we can be a wolf pack of three. <laughs> I don't think the world's ready for that. <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> come on, Bomb Gardner. Oh my God! I'm always gonna call you that, Baumgartner, because man, take out some of those consonants and vowels. You know what I'm saying? Like, why so many? Like, you don't need that many for your name. You really don't. I I don't know, man. I'm just gonna have to write a letter to my great 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 grandparents and ask them what the hell they were thinking. Hey, uh, maybe you could just ask the monolith. He will. I'll take a trip out there and carve Baumgartner into the into the monolith. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm so sorry. I feel terrible that I I've been calling Baumgartner my entire life. It's not like I, I just like I do not care at all. I uh, worked at I worked in that building in South Charlotte for four years or four and a half years, and I wore a name tag every day that said Chance, and I still had an employee that called me Chase every day. <laughs> Right. It just doesn't matter. The N is silent. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, man. All right. So monoliths. I don't know about that stuff out there. I it was a weird. It was a weird item. It was a weird sighting. Uh, I saw it on multiple like different platforms and videos, and and I think at one point the authorities did go out and look at it, but mm-hmm. then I never really heard any follow up to see what what they thought it was or why they didn't why they didn't take it out. Well, the thing the thing about the thing about it, uh, well, the thing about the whole thing was that they just showed up out of nowhere, and that they were gone out of nowhere, right? And that's that was the uh, the premise of the whole. That's what made it like, ooh, how did they get there? How did they leave? You know what I mean? So 
that and that story still and a lot of people think it's it's a hoax. I think I, I read one article or something like that where it's like, oh yeah, this person just did it. Like somebody put a monolith in front of their place just to to, to advertise uh so that more people would show up to their shop, you know? So it, it, yeah, yeah, good marketing strategy. But uh if I'm gonna rule fake or not fake, I'm going to say fake. What do you say, Chance? Uh, I mean, I guess because I don't have enough information, I would still say fake. Fake, Matt. Yeah, fake. Not aliens. Three fakes. We are against. Although, on a side note, I do believe there's life form, you know, off of Earth, but I don't know if it would be more intelligent than us, or if it's just bugs and organisms on some other planet. I'm sure there's a rock out there that's got some living form on it. We're not. We're not going to go all the way there, Chance, because we were just speaking of monoliths right now. <laughs> I don't want to go too because there's so many ways you could go, and I want to go in those ways with you as far as <laughs> whoa, being whoa, whoa. And this and that. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, calm down over there. We're not going to go into that today. That's not even in the topics, by the way. All right, all right. What's the next topic? All right, next topic. All right, wait. Uh, this is another one from your old state, Texas. Are they filing for voiding the 2020 election? Uh, I saw something like that today where they said they were going to, get, to go to the Supreme Court and ask that they void the results of, I think, four states that Biden had won. I don't know why Texas is taking it upon themselves to do that. Uh, I think this is a the ship has sailed. I mean, I think that 80 million plus people voted for Biden. I think he got the popular vote. I think he earned all of his electoral votes. I think even in one of those recounts, I don't know if it was Michigan or, or Arizona, but when they recounted again, it gave Biden even like 80 more votes on top of the original count. Holy shit, so, really? There's, there's just been no, there's just been no proof of, of voter fraud. I haven't seen it. No mainstream media has caught it. No lawyers, no nothing like Giuliani. I haven't seen any of his numbers and says that says, hey, Josh Stuckey died in 1997 and he voted two months or a month. I haven't seen anything like that that shows names and dates and, and records of people, dead people voting. Yeah, that's crazy that that's allowed. And is that because of the, uh, the mail-in ballots? Is that that the main kind, the way that they kind of tried to trick the system? I have no idea. But the the what they're asking for, if you want to go through eighty million ballots to validate names and phone numbers in you know a ten day period, this isn't the country that's going to get that done for you. I just enough. We don't have the technology. Uh, it could take months to work that out to see if they're all if every single 80 million vote was you know legit. Maybe there's I don't know 100,000 total out of the 80 million that are you know not legit. But we just don't. We're just not. We're not there yet. We don't have. I just don't. You to set it up fast enough. I just don't understand how the greatest country in the world doesn't have technology, computerized technology, to be able to just go in and just do it from your fucking home and go in and vote with your computer technology. Matt, you're a computer technology guy. 
How do we not have this fucking capability yet? Because dinosaurs don't want to do use technology, including politicians. Um, politicians, uh, I think it's well. I think it's safe to say that a lot of people, a lot of politicians, benefit from less people voting. Um, but yeah, we we have the technology to do that. We can do that. I, I wouldn't say easily, but it would be crazy beneficial in the long term, just from an efficiency standpoint and um, making it easier to vote. Do you think, think how many more people would vote? Do you think Sorry. national IDs will help that? Sorry, say that again. Do you think the national IDs will help more people be able to vote? Or do you think it'll be a bigger problem? Are you talking about where you get like a national driver's license that has a specific ID on it? Yeah. Um, so in that scenario, if you don't have that national ID, that means you can't vote, right? Um, yeah, so I guess so. Let's, let's go that route first. I don't know enough about the national ID protocol to say that if that's the case, but let's go that route first. Let's say, yes, you need that national ID to vote. But the funny part is, is because of the national ID, let's say, you know, I still own property in Texas, uh, but I'm living in North Carolina. So I have, instead of me registering North Carolina, I can still go back and vote in Texas. But the, my point is I can vote wherever I want because I have a national ID and I should be, be able, I should be able to vote no matter what state I'm in. And uh, it can go towards whatever state I choose based on, like, okay, I'm living in North Carolina, but I pay property taxes in Texas, so I get to choose which state I want my vote to go towards. I don't think that, that'll work. I think you got to have rules. Like, you don't get to choose what, where your vote goes, but you have a rule based on whatever, where your last residence is or whatever. But, but that's how it works right now, Matt. If I, really? if I, when I sent my when I sent my letter in for my mail-in ballot, being my absentee ballot, I'm living in North Carolina, but I sent my ballot back for Texas. Okay, don't you think that's kind of dumb? Shouldn't you? Shouldn't there be a rule for where you can vote? Um, maybe, but if I own property in in five states, I don't. But if I did, mm. why? Who's to say that I couldn't pick one of those five states? So. Isn't there a rule on where you pay your taxes, or do you get to choose? Like, say, um, say that's the no, case. I mean, you have... people have rental properties. If I, if I had, if I, and then that was a rental property for me. If I had gotten a North Carolina ID, which I still do not have, then I, I could have registered here in this state, even though I owned property in Texas. Once I registered in the state, then I have to vote here. But gotcha. I never did that because I knew I wanted to vote in Texas. Gotcha. Well, I mean, why did you want to vote in Texas? I, I'm just asking. Sorry, yeah, I didn't Texas, mean to tell you. Texas is a red state, and I'm trying to help turn it blue. Mm. So. Well, that's another issue altogether. But I, I definitely think that even if you had to use that national ID, um, it's still going to make it easier to vote online than going in person. Man, you know, I'm kind of I like I'm with you on the technology thing, and I and you talk about the dinosaurs and and the old people in Congress not getting it, and they just don't understand what we what we have available to us. But at the same time, man, like there are worldwide hackers out there that can break into a lot of stuff 
And I just don't know if I'm ready to see something as important as the U.S. election go online. Totally. I, mean, I just wonder what's worse. Like, uh, is it worse that there's a potential hacker, but the technology allows so many more people to vote or that it's just so archaic the way the, the voting system is when we're just like writing the names down on a piece of paper and submitting it in and people have to fucking count it. Like, uh, I just don't, you know, which one is it's It's almost like you got to choose your poison there. You know what I mean? You know I, what I mean? I, I understand what you're saying. It is archaic, and we do want to move forward as a, as a human race with technology. But when it comes to individuals, countries choosing their leaders, I think it's important that uh, I think it's important you do it in person. I mean, we still have technology at the voting polls right now. Some of it's touch screen, things like that. But I think it's important that you kind of show up somhere in person to vote. If you All want right, to add let me, more let me, voting places, then no, no, no. it would help more people vote. That's fine. Let me, you know, let, me, let me give you another scenario. Sorry, Matt. Go ahead. Go, just one last thing on that. If we're going to keep it this way where you got to vote in person, you got to make it a national holiday. Because, that's fine. That's or good, or that's make, it, make it a voting week or something. That's the a great point. Where it's one day. I mean, this was a little different because you had the mail-in ballots this year. But one day... Well, the, it's not early, a holiday. Hold on, hold on. Let me stop you there. There's early voting every year, and there's mail-in ballots every year. The, but not the a holiday. Massive turnout. You're right. There's not a holiday. The massive turnout um, was unprecedented. The it had more early voters and more mail-in ballots than ever before. But they, they've always been a thing. Like I voted early in 2016. I didn't wait until election day to do it. But right. yeah, I agree with you. That should be some kind of federal holiday where everybody you know focuses on the election everybody gets an opportunity to take off work and go vote if they can but i think that's why the, a lot of states institute early voting uh the problem that i have is is that it's a federal election based on i guess it's, it's, a, it's an election that has uh federal candidates on the ticket but they also have state candidates on the ticket and in some states i think it was like texas you had like 21 days before november 3rd you could start voting early and then places like Georgia, voting early started like 10 days before. I think it all needs to be uniform throughout the country where, okay, the election's on, you know, the first Tuesday in November, but you can start, every state can start early voting the first Tuesday in October. I think everybody needs to be on the same page with that. Yeah, makes sense to me. I agree with that. Um, what but I do you agree. I do want the national honor. I, I do want the national holiday also, just because I think it was fun, and we don't have enough. Well, actually, we had the most holidays I think than any other fucking country. But I want another holiday, and presidential election only happens once every four years. It should be a fucking national holiday, a week's worth of national holiday, voting, voting, voting. But here's the thing: how many people? Do two days. That way, you can get to see the the results late into the night. Okay, but. The, even with what you said, the amount of people that went out in record numbers, right? Everybody's saying record numbers. How many people went out and voted? Like 85 million? No, it was 80 no. million that just voted for Biden. Okay, and then? Like, uh, I don't know, 140 some million? 140. Yeah. <laughs> Not even 50%. Not even 50% of the population voted. 
You know yeah, that, but, right? Hold, well, yeah, but hold on there. You got you can't you can't talk about you got to take out a large percentage of people that are under eighteen. Yeah. Oh, good call. So I don't know what that percentage is for how many millions of people out of the 320 that are in the United States or 330 million. We'll see what the census comes up at, but you got to see what the demographics are for how many kids can't Ma- vote yet. Matito is working on that. He's going to have it for us here in a little I, bit. I see him. I see him processing the numbers. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a good. Con- to, it's a good conversation. According to some website, actually federalregister.gov, uh, there's about 255. 255 million people over 18. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. And then how many of the, how many did we have that cast votes? hundred. I think it was, yeah, it was somewhere around there. 150 million. Ah, so hundred million didn't vote. You don't think a hundred million would make a difference? Oh yeah. But we got to figure out why those hundred million people didn't vote. Why do we have to figure out why they didn't vote? Why don't we just make it easier for people to vote? That's why they didn't vote, because they didn't want to get out nah, and go vote. It would be a lot easier if you, you just use your phone and vote. You can't speculate like that, man. You cannot you I could have know. how many how many hundreds of thousands of people are in nursing homes that can't can't vote in person that they got to do mail in ballots for. There's so many reasons why somebody may not have been able to vote. You know. You're correct. Or chose not to vote because our candidates sucked and they didn't want to vote for either one of them. That's true. That's exactly why I didn't vote. Because I didn't like either either one of them. That's exactly right. And look, and and don't be mad at me, Chance, because I didn't vote one way or the other. I just, I don't, I just, I don't, I don't trust Biden either. I really don't. If you, if that's fine. If Trump's your candidate, I still think you should. No, vote. Trump's not I, my candidate. I don't like but, Trump, or I don't like Biden. Don't then, and, you, and there's another party there that took up. I don't know, Matt. What's the what did Jorgensen get? How many national votes did Joe Jorgensen get? No, a million. Nothing. No, no. He, she, she or he was getting like sixty thousand votes a state for, or something. No. I don't want to. I can't leave the Skype menu, so I can't. I can't see anything. Matt's doing all the data research here. Mm. Well, um, um, while well, it's not dead airspace, you know, let's uh, 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 talk about something else while Matt's trying to figure that out. <laughs> because you know, nobody likes to listen to nothing. <laughs> I, I have. I'm not smart enough to give an answer on this one i don't know what the answer is between technology and and you like you said the archaic writing name down names down or punching chads hanging chads in a, in a card i don't have the answer uh i just feel like i'm not ready to pull it fully online until there's better cybersecurity available to us um I'm, i think I'm, the 2016 election with the Russian interference or whatever you want to call it, whoever it was, I think there was some interference there. I don't know to what degree. And that's where, that's why, that's one of the reasons why I'm just saying we're not there yet. We're getting there. I think technology continue, can continue to improve, but I'm not ready to do that yet. Matt, do you find some stats? Um, not really. Okay. I saw All something right. that he got uh, one point five million votes um that but that sounds sure. about right he was getting like sixty thousand per state or something okay sixty seven thousand per state 
But 1.5 million wouldn't have swayed it one way or the other. I mean, how much did Biden win by? He won by a significant no, no. amount of popular you, votes, correct? No, no. In those swing states, you need to pull up Georgia because I think yeah, uh, like 60,000 votes one way or the other, if they would have taken Biden or Trump, then yes, it would have it would have swung the election. The people that voted uh, for Jorgensen, I just I don't really see what you're trying to do there. Well, you're just trying to vote for nobody, I think. And you're just trying to uh, eliminate the amount of votes that somebody might be able to get. That's that's what you're doing there. I guess, but I just, I wouldn't vote. Like, if I'm not going to vote for a party that could win, I'm just not going to vote. Well, I think, yeah. I, I think I know what they're thinking. I think they're thinking we got to get out of a two-party system. And the only way to do it is to vote for the third party, even though the vote is pointless. Um if whatever third party keeps getting more and more votes, then the next time election comes around, then it's more of a possibility. So regardless um, of if the third party candidate is adequate or not, no. we're going to vote third party just to vote for a third party. No, no. But I'm saying if you think they're adequate and oh. your only reason not to vote for them is because you know that they're not going to win, then the choice should be to vote for them if, if that's your true pick because I, I mean right now if you're not a democrat or republican you have no chance don't you think so, it would be fair to include the how many candidates i don't know how many candidates were on the presidential ballot don't you think it would be fair to include them all in the debates then instead of just trump and biden yeah i mean yeah. uh one thousand percent yeah i mean you got to cap it at something you can't have 200 people in the debates but yeah, I don't. I don't see why we have people in the in debates. Yeah, I think every and, well, well. I mean, I I don't know how many people were, again were on the ballot, but I think you need to. If it's two hundred people, they all need to be in the debate. If you need to separate uh, different debates and stretch it out over time, I think you got to give everybody a national spotlight so you can see these candidates have to offer. Yeah, and here's and here's I'm going to throw a bone in for a positivity on podcasts because there was a uh, like a rumor that Biden and uh, Trump were going to go on the Joe Rogan podcast and have a debate on there. And it, and here's the thing about podcasts. Like you can have it go on as long as it needs to go until until it's done. So there's no timeline. There's no like, hey, you only have 30 seconds to answer. Hey, you only have 20 seconds to retort. Like it's it's basically like like oh like free form. You get this talk as long as you want, and you get a real understanding of uh you know what these candidates are all about. So I think free form. Or I, I believe that debates have to take a different turn. It has to be – you can't do the debates the, the way you do them these days, where it's like, Mr. President, Mr. President, your time is up. Your time is up. I mean, golly, these motherfuckers want to hear what this motherfucker has to say. Why don't you let him say it? I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, Mr. President, <laughs> Mr. President, your time is up. 30 seconds, 30 seconds. I mean, you're going to return at such a complicated answer in 30 seconds? I mean, come on. It's just not right. And I I hate the debate. I love watching the debates because I'm like interested in it. But it's just such a ridiculous fucking way that they did it. It doesn't make any fucking sense. How are you supposed to return answers and answer answers in 30 seconds or less or a minute and two? You know, like, come on. 
Let them answer however long it takes. These things should take however long it takes. This is the this is the future of our country, and and you're you're limiting it to like a minute and a half. Get the fuck out of here. Tell us how you really feel. That's exactly how I feel. All right, we're, we're back. We're back. Us. We're back with a new background from Matito. Man, let me get my background straight over here. All right, while you do that, uh, before shit froze on us, I had some uh, interesting stats. Take a guess at how many um, registered presidential candidates there were in 2020. Oh, shit. I don't know, 23? Josh? Seven. Hmm. You guys are so close. Um, 1,212. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> that's just awful. Like, we should. What was anybody we even, thinking? even allow that? Yeah. You don't. You don't have twelve hundred parties. I'm sorry, or candidates. It's just not right. Yeah, it's. You ridiculous. need to prove that you can win. You win your state, your home state. Like max should be fifty. That way, you prove you can win your home state, and then you can get on the ballot. Man. Hey, uh, here's what I say. Chance for mayor. Maybe. You know what? If I had to do it all again, I'd go back into school and I, I'd be in political science. And you can be damn sure that Mason is going to grow up knowing his local state and everything, all of his representatives. He's going to know he's going to be involved way more than I was. Good, brother. I think you should do that. That's the only way you gain any power in this country. I'm just picturing uh, the uh, the episode of It's Always Sunny where Mac runs for whatever, comptroller. Comptroller. <laughs> yeah. Man, All I right, gotta, what's the next topic? I got I to gotta watch that show. Okay. All right. So here, here uh, I'm going to change subjects into sports. Football. NFL is what I want to talk about. The 9-3 and three Browns. I mean, <laughs> wait, let me say that again. The nine and three with Baker Mayfield Browns. Wait, hold on a second. Let me say that one more time. The nine and three from a year ago, the worst team in football, basically, to now the nine and three Browns. Now, if Pittsburgh, and I know Chance is a huge Pittsburgh fan, if Pittsburgh didn't have such a great record, wouldn't the nine and three Browns have the top seed in your division? Yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm not against the Browns anymore. We gave up on them a long time ago as being in, uh, a rivalry, and most Pittsburgh fans now I think just feel sorry for them. We uh, we moved on to really hate the Ravens because that in in uh, specific was the former Cleveland Brown team that actually moved to Baltimore anyway. So I sure. can I can continue that tradition to hate uh, the uh, the art model and organization. Well, let's talk quarterbacks for a second because uh, this is uh, this is an indictment on Baker Mayfield. Ever since he came into the league, they were saying negative things about him. I don't think I've heard more negative things about a quarterback that really hadn't done negative things. Then Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, have you? 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, that guy, uh, he's winning. He's winning football. I mean, people might not like his attitude or the way he's doing it, but he's winning. I don't have a problem with that. All right. Uh, all right. So what I was going to say, Baker Mayfield, I love that guy. I think he's, I think he's great for the sport. I think I love his commercials. He's not too arrogant. He's like a little bit arrogant, but not enough to piss you off. Kind of arrogant, like just enough to, you know, be like, nah, nice kind of a guy. And, uh, and for them to be nine and three, holy moly cannoli. So basically, Josh, you're saying he gets a lot of flack because he's got like a cocky attitude and all that, but he mm-hmm. hasn't done anything. He's not speeding. He's not shooting people up. He's not doing stuff illegal. So get off him. Yeah, like he's like a little bit arrogant because look, if you're and here's what you have to do whenever you're a smaller guy in the NFL, you've got to have some kind of a. Uh, inner cockiness about you so that you whenever you get out onto the field you feel like you can compete with these people that are giants right i felt that whenever i played football because i was always a smaller guy and i was like how am i going to compete with these ginormous giants that are beasts of athletes you know and i had to have some kind of like a, a little bit of a cocky attitude inside of me like that i could compete it wasn't malicious it was basically just amping me up to be able to compete with these giants and i think that's what baker mayfield does is he pumps himself up and he gives himself this like cocky attitude and i don't want to even call it cocky because i think that's that's a wrong phrase i don't even know what to call it chance you got a word for it cocky but not but not an asshole, cocky. Cocky sounds like you're an asshole. It got to be another word. No, I just he's a conf- he's a confident kid. I just think uh, he's, you know, he's trying to he's trying to not fit the mold of other people that have come before him. He's trying to do his own thing. It's the and same like thing. It. It's the same thing with Cam. You heard the same thing in Carolina. Like, you know, when he, the season we went 15 and one, he was MVP. Everybody loved him. But other than that, it's like, oh, we love that you're you're a good player and that you're winning, but just shut up and don't say stupid stuff and don't wear stupid outfits and don't have stupid hair. And, you know, it's the same type of bullshit. Uh, yeah, so I don't I don't agree with that kind of thing. I think self-expression and cockiness and uh, here's what it is with an athlete. You perform, and the only reason I'm saying this because I used to be an athlete. You perform up to the level of the self-esteem that you have. And who provides the most self-esteem for yourself? Yourself. You provide the most self-esteem for yourself. So it does take somebody to be arrogant, cocky, not in a bad way, but just to motivate yourself enough to compete with these elite athletes and to feel like you're a part of it. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. So nine and three Browns, Baker Mayfield, my favorite team right now. And I'm a saints fan. 
And I love my Saints. And uh, Drew Brees is out for a couple of weeks. And I know they got uh, uh, Taysom, Taysom Hill uh, running the quarterback spot over there. And uh, he's doing a great job, you know, on the Saints. But I think the most exciting team right now to watch in the NFL is the 9-3 Browns. All right. I, I can't right. talk about that. Since I haven't, I haven't since, watched since, any of their games. Since there was, a, <laughs> since there was like a giant silence between that and this, I'm going to move on. What What are you guys' thoughts on Carson Wentz getting benched for Jalen Hurts? You know, I saw that, and it said the Eagles have a decision to make over the next couple of years where um, if he's on the team, they get hit for like $20 million next year, and then if he's on the team in 2022, they get hit for another 23 or $24 million. Uh, I mean, business is business. I think, I think you just gotta, I mean, I don't know. You got to explore a trade. I think you got to, there's gotta be somebody out there that'll take that guy and you just restructure the contract on the trade. I don't think he's worth that kind of money. If you want to keep him, and if he wants to stay on the, in, on, uh, in Philadelphia, you go to him and be like, look, you're going to be a long-term backup with us and we'll keep you on, but we really got to restructure the contract. Do you think Carson Wentz is a, NFL quarterback or is his has his downfall been other areas of like the offensive line not enough backs cover you know uh uh blocking uh can, wide can receivers you, not enough talent can, can around you him. name can you name a Philadelphia Eagle right now no I cannot I can name <laughs> Carson Wentz <laughs> <laughs> so I think most of his downfall is that he doesn't have any role role players there I could be wrong <laughs> I'm not What's a coach, up? but nobody's thriving on the Eagles. Will Jalen Hurts thrive or die the same death that Carson Wentz did? I don't think he's under the same pressure. I think there if he fails, it'll just it'll just be a different tune. Oh, he's just learning. Whereas Carson okay. Wentz already had the team. All right. Well, fair enough. Well, yeah, only time will tell. And I, I, are they ahead? What, what's that division looking like right now? Do you, do you have any I, idea? Chance? I think the Redskins took the lead with the win yesterday over Pittsburgh. Yeah. Let's talk about that one for a second. What the fuck happened? I heard it was <laughs> like a last minute field goal or something like that. Uh, I didn't so watch for, the game. So. so for the last three weeks the uh, or so, the Steelers just can't run the ball. That's two weeks in a row. We had 51 pass attempts and like, I don't know, 13 run attempts. This is the first time since the 1960s where we've gone at least three straight games without a 50-yard rusher. Uh, basically, it, they're just dropping back, and and Ben was still making plays. We were still scoring, but you can't run a team like that. you got to have some balance to the offense. So mm -hmm. we just can't run the ball right now. Mm. And they're not getting creative either. I was telling my brother, I, I mean, you got to find a way to run the ball. And even if you got to get a, a reverse in there to some of your playmaking receivers, but they didn't run anything like that. I haven't seen a reverse in a while run from them. Do you think that they're uh, uh, kind of playing a rope-a-dope kind of a thing right now? I think this is the easiest or the weakest 11-1 uh, team in a long time. I think it's uh, we had a cake-easy schedule and cakewalk schedule. I miss you too, buddy. I think we had a cakewalk schedule. All right, so they had an easy schedule. All right, 
I, uh, I think that's I don't see that. they had an easy schedule. I don't think so. I don't think that they have. I think they had a pretty I mean, any here's the thing. All of these guys playing in the NFL, it's NFL rosters all around. Even if one even if a team is doing terrible, the next the next week they can bounce back. They're NFL players. So you know, I don't think it's, you know, it, that's why it's so difficult to go undefeated in the NFL. You know, only one team has actually really done it. You know, uh, so I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't buy that. The, the fact that they had a the, the fact that they have an eleven and one record is is pretty amazing. I, is that the best record that the Steelers have had going into Week Thirteen? Uh, it was. It, it was the best start we've had. I think. Uh, I think it was the first time we've been 11 and 0. We were 10 and 0 in like the 70s, uh, but it's been a long time. Yeah, I thought it was pretty impressive, and I, I, I would I would choose them as favorites. Now I like the nine and three Browns because they're more exciting, but I would I I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, Steelers went to the Super Bowl. To be to be honest with you, now they would have to go up against Kansas City. Which, uh, yeah. All right, maybe they're not going to Super Bowl. Whatever, they'll make it to the NFC cha- uh, AFC Championship game, <laughs> but they're they might not make it to the Super Bowl. I don't know. I have no idea. What are your predictions on Super Bowl? I don't think anybody's going to beat the Chiefs in the AFC, and so I don't know. Chief- I don't watch enough NFC to give a a fair assessment. Mm. What do you think of his uh, Chiefs? Saints. All right, all, right, all right. So the silence says it all. So what do you think about Chiefs, Green Bay Packers? That would be a pretty cool, interesting game. It would be Mahomes versus Rodgers. That'd be amazing. No, I think, I mean, the Saints could get there. It kind of depends on Drew Brees' health right now. Yeah, he broke eleven ribs or some or other. Yeah, that's not healthy, man. I mean, if, I mean, if you take a nasty as, fall again, one of those broken ribs goes into your freaking lung. Well, he already had a punctured lung, so uh, yeah, he punctured lung again. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's, that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing about being a small quarterback and being so old is these motherfuckers just gonna tackle you and lay on you. Are you counting Tom Brady out? No, I was going to ask you about Tom Grady. What are your thoughts on him? I don't know. I mean, I've seen a couple of the Tampa Bay games. I think uh, I think he's getting frustrated. I, or I've heard some uh, comments or news articles. He's getting frustrated with uh, Ari- Bruce Arians down there. And um, I don't know. I don't know. If, I mean, I think I think they can make the playoffs. What are they? Seven and seven and five. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're gonna make the playoffs as a wild card, I believe. You know, unless they lose every single game going forward. But I don't see them getting past the Saints. I really don't. I mean, the Saints already beat them twice. Yeah. So, uh, they're gonna play the Saints again. You know, I, mean, I don't know. So uh, it's not that I don't. It, this was a thing. This was a, a podcast that I did that I don't believe made it live because uh, I was just talking to myself, but it was an argument. The argument was 
is Brady, Tom Brady, better off, or or the, the question would be better said, is Tom Brady down in Tampa Bay proving that he did not need Bill Belichick all these years, or is Bill Belichick without Tom Brady proving that he didn't need Tom Brady to win all those championships? You know what I'm saying? Like a lot, a lot of Tom Brady fans. Or a lot of a lot of a lot of Tom Brady a lot of Tom Brady supporters are not Bill Belichick supporters, like, and a lot of Bill Belichick supporters are not Tom Brady supporters. So, and a lot of people feel also that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick made each other. I just don't know which one is that. At the beginning of the season, I was like, oh man, Tom Brady is kicking ass and taking names, and Bill Belichick is floundering with one of the best quarterbacks, you know, in the league, which is Cam Newton. So I thought Tom Brady definitely made Bill Belichick. But then in the middle of the season, it started to turn a little bit. So then it was like, oh, maybe Bill Belichick made Tom Brady. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Matt, what do you think? Uh, I think they're both the, both the best. <laughs> Which is why, you know, I don't think it's one or the other. Uh, I don't think one would fail without the other. But when they were both together, it was just like this perfect cyclone or something. You know, I mean, it was, what did they make nine Super Bowls and they won six of them, right? That's crazy. Yeah, I, I think. Um, I mean, I guess you can, you can, you can take. Uh, Belichick's past before Brady was there and it wasn't as good, but you could also argue that maybe he wasn't as good a coach then. Maybe he's improved, which you would expect. So, uh, yeah, I really think he's he's definitely one of the best coaches. Brady's definitely one of the best, if not the best, quarterbacks. And then you put them together and it's like, yeah, of course they're going to win six Super Bowls. Well, he's definitely the best quarterback that's ever lived. I mean, you can't – I mean, six championships – I mean, come on. Yeah. Michael Jordan's already been crowned the greatest basketball player ever. He has six championships. Great has six championships. I mean, come on. So, yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think Matt has a point. They both made each other great. The combination of both them being together. What I wanted to see this year was how it was going to play out, you know? Was Brady going to be more winning or was... Belichick going to be more winning and now and now it's it's almost neck and neck you know like Brady started off with a head start and Belichick floundered a little bit because uh, but they didn't really flounder that much to be honest with you they just destroyed who did they destroy the Oakland Raiders who did they destroy 45 to nothing this week and you know this no, no, I don't. I'm sorry. I didn't see it. Like I haven't, I've been really missing a lot of football game and scores and highlights because I work every weekend, but. Um, they definitely destroyed the Panthers. It's not this weekend, but a couple weeks yeah. ago, they killed the Panthers. Well, they beat somebody 45. No, they beat the Chargers. That's what happened. The Chargers. The Chargers were a decent team. The New England Patriots beat them this weekend 45 to nothing. I mean, that's just. 
if that doesn't if that doesn't give New England confidence, I don't know what does. All right, enough of football. Let's move on because because uh, I'm tired of it, and you guys are tired of it. I think. This is the last thing I want to talk about. Do you guys know a guy named Logan Paul? Yeah. Do you uh, know? Hang on. He is? Hang on. So he was like a YouTuber and now he's a boxer? Is that who we're talking about? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know who he is. I would use the term boxer lightly there, Matt. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I'd use it lightly. He knocks out everybody that he's that he's boxed. Do, do you have do you have any kind of record in front of you for him? I only saw him knock out Nate Robinson the other night. And Nate yeah, Robinson's like Matt, Matt's gonna 45 years old and weigh and like five foot six. 45 years old? He's not 45, is he? How, how old is Nate, Nate Robinson, Matt? Hang on, I can only look up one thing at a time. Yeah, hey, don't ask him too many questions, Chan. All right, so we're looking up what? Logan Paul's boxing record? Yeah. Okay. And Nate Robinson, we're talking about the basketball player that was yes. really short but could dunk. Basketball player formerly turned yes. into boxing yeah. icon knockout guy. <laughs> he got knocked the fuck out is what I'm saying. But if you saw if you saw that fight, which uh, it it was the same uh, card as Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Did you see that fight? Or did you hear about that fight, Chance? I, I, I did not get to see it. I didn't do the pay per view, but uh, I heard it was pretty entertaining. Um, I heard that you know Tyson won, and it could have been worse if Tyson had unleashed. But again, I didn't see the fight. Yeah, Tyson definitely won. Roy Jones was definitely out of his league with Mike Tyson in there. Like Mike Tyson was taking the fight to him. Mike Tyson punched him in the gut two times, and that was it. And he could see that he could just destroy him. But Tyson uh, took it easy on him. Took it easy on him. Like there was like a nice side of Mike Tyson came out. He could have definitely destroyed him, but he. He decided not to because it was an exhibition match, you know. Uh, so that you know that was pretty nice of Mike Tyson to, you know, to do all of that. But yeah, the fact that they called it a tie. All right, it's an exhibition match. Oh, you know, like call it a tie. I just wish they had been a little bit firmer with, you know, I mean nobody got knocked out or anything like that, so nothing really happened. But. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I just like to see either a winner or a loser. I said, you know, I don't like. I a draw is like do it again, you know. Yeah, boxing's pretty tough there with that. Like you either have to have somebody the the split decisions or whatever at the end. If somebody hasn't been knocked out, it's not really a not really as cold cut to me. I mean, you can talk about how many punches they landed and all that stuff, but at the end of the day, you, your goal when you get in the ring is to knock the other person out. I agree. 1,000%. All right. So, what's what do you that got, about? Matt? Professional record is 0 and 1. I don't have anything on his amateur record. What? What do you, what do you have on what? Nate Robinson's size and age? 5'9, 36. 
He's only 36. Yeah, he's born in 50. You said 50. No, I said 45. I mean, he was in the NBA forever, and I feel like at 36, yeah, I mean, I guess he's only been retired for a couple years, maybe three years. Yeah, I guess so. Drafted in 2005. All right, so this guy, Logan Paul. He's been retired for 15 years? No, drafted. Oh, drafted. Okay, okay. Yeah, That makes more sense. Shit. What I want, what I wanted to bring up with the whole Nate, uh, not Nate Robinson. I wanted to bring up the Logan Paul thing. So Logan Paul is probably the most uh, googled uh, person in the world right now. I would say he's like in the top googled person. I look it up, Matt. <laughs> and I, because because he's been popping up everywhere. And it's only because of the hype that he's putting up. And you know what hype he's putting up? He wants to fight Conor McGregor. He, they also, I saw a speculation that he's going to fight Money Mayweather. Yeah, and, yeah, I know. And, that, and here's the thing. The reason, the reason that he gets to even call that or even say that is because he's got such a strong following and the fights that he's had before have made so much money because of the, the interest because he is a YouTuber and he's fighting these celebrity fights and they're almost making more money than like a legitimate boxing match. That makes sense. I mean, some of these YouTuber stars, they really appeal to the younger crowd and, and nobody knows who the hell Roy Jones Jr. is if you're 25, 26 years old. You uh, might not even know who Mike Tyson is if you're 23, 24 years old, you know? That's a legitimate point as well. But, yeah, I mean, I'm all for the entertainment. I just think he's going to get severely injured. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would rather... Uh, I don't know who I would rather see, Logan versus Mayweather or Logan versus now. Mayweather beat, uh, uh, and this would be a boxing match. It wouldn't be an MMA match. So, like, if you did an MMA match, uh, Conor McGregor is going to win hands down. He's going to be both Logan Paul and Mayweather, even if they both were on the same card at the same time fighting both of them. Mayweather... Conor McGregor would beat them both. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in a boxing match, I think I'd rather see Logan Paul fight Mayweather because Mayweather is the true pound for pound best yeah. boxer of all time. Uh, you know, question. I, I agree with you on that one. I agree with you. Is uh, Hey, Mac, can you look this up? Is Logan Paul, what's the size advantage that he has over Mayweather? I think he's pretty, I think he's bigger. That's just my only concern there, uh, Josh, is that when you box, you box in, a, in your own weight class. You know, you're not going to have Nate Robinson going up against Mike, against Mike Tyson. Well, here's the thing. Logan Paul fought Nate, Nate Robinson, and I, and I don't have the stat numbers for, uh, for him. But I don't think he's much bigger. I think they're about the same size. Maybe Logan Paul is a little bit heavier but as far as size, as far as uh, like uh, uh, you know height and reach, I think I think they're pretty probably pretty similar. 
But uh, let's just see what uh, producer Matt pulls up and see see what happens with this. By the way, Matt, I will say your background is splendid. What is it? I can't even see it right now. Describe it's robots. It to the people. It's robots. There's just a bunch of robots back there <laughs> with a bunch of robot shit. Right. And yeah. The computers. It it's it looks like exactly the place you'd be working at. <laughs> I like it. So in ending the podcast, and we'll end with the uh, with the uh, with the, you know Matt's stat or whatever. Um, what, what are your, what are your thoughts there, Chance? Sorry, what are my thoughts on what? Anything, motherfucker. Just say <laughs> some thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting on producer Matt. Oh, man. Hey, you're going to be waiting a while. It might, it might take him a Matt, little bit. Got to feel the air say, time uh, before you can say. Like, height and weight? Mayweather, I got that. His reach is 72. Um, That's right. Oh, thank you, Dad. That was nice with you. Let's get our quarters going here. All right. So Mayweather reaches 72. He's 5'8. I think he's the same height as me, to be flat out. Same size as me. Yeah, that's so what Logan I thought. Paul I thought must Logan Paul bigger. was like six foot or six one. I thought Logan Paul was a bigger guy. Yeah, Logan Paul is six two. Oh yeah, six that's, two. That's a big dude, man. Like, I guess it would be a more entertaining fight because Mayweather, Mayweather knows how to fight, but and that would give like that might even out the advantage. But six two against five five. What do you say? Five, yeah, eight? yeah, and we're talking about. Mayweather's 125 pounds, or you know, he's. I think he spotted that. I don't know if that's his walking around weight, but the other guy's like 200 pounds. Damn, pretty big difference. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the entertainment factor would be there, but I still think, I still think Mayweather would win. I mean, you have to know how to fight. Yeah, Just because you're bigger doesn't mean you win. But I, 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 I don't know. I get it. I get the entertainment value there. I get the Logan Paul's, you know, trying to. Get it, get out there on the scene, use his YouTube fame, and do some different things. But uh, it'd be a, some good entertainment. All right, well, let's uh, holster this till next week. I don't think that they've even had uh, a date on record. You know, I think they're just trying to make the fight happen. I think the la the last thing that I heard was that Mayweather was going to be fighting Paul, but. I also heard Conor McGregor, so I'm not sure. You know, we'll see what happens with all that stuff. I, I don't like people that are in their prime fighting <laughs> exhibition matches. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I mean, Mayweather, I mean, they, those guys have fought their fights. They've already retired. Yeah. All right, already. Uh that's all I had on my card. You guys got anything else? I don't think so. I'm gonna. I want one of our topics for next week to be uh, um, the lack of of Christmas cartoons on TV right now. <laughs> I haven't seen. Right. I haven't seen the Garfield Christmas in like in years, and I don't know why. 
I Garfield for it. Christmas? Yeah, it was one of my favorites. You think it was maybe like inappropriate? And I don't know. Got maybe take, got taken off syndication TV. I don't know. I'd have to rewatch it again. It's been so long since I've seen it. Maybe maybe somebody was offended by something. I'm sure somebody was offended by something because always somebody is always offended by something. But a lot of the things, a lot of the TV shows, like if you watch Tom and Jerry back in the day. I mean, you got guys smoking cigars. This is supposed to be a kid's show, right? You got guys smoking cigars. You got a dog taking the machete to a cat. You got a cat taking an axe to a mouse. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. And to be characters you, you like. Sam and yeah. Fudd trying to shoot Bugs Bunny with actual guns. Yeah, exactly. What, one of the very ones that, violent. Listen, one of the ones that I saw a while back was, uh, a, or a little while ago, was um, the Disney version, like the true Mickey Mouse, Jack and the Beanstalk. And the, uh, the giant, when they got up to the top, uh, had just what you're talking about. He had a cigar, but then he had a, like actual packed tobacco in his pocket that that Mickey fell into, and they would start sneezing. Like you just don't see that on cartoons now. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, what are the cartoons these days? Let's let's think about them. Let's think about the cartoons these days. They're like Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. I mean, think about that. And they're just these animals that dress up as like these law enforcement or like one dresses as a cop, one dresses as a firefighter, another dresses as a uh, like a, like a ambulance, you know, MT or something like that. I don't even know if that's accurate. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that the, these people, it, it, it's much more positive these days than it was back then. Like back then, it was like I don't I there, don't know I what remember, the message was that they I were trying. Cartoon to characters they would fall in a in a barrel of like alcohol and come out, and they would be they would show them like all drunk. Yeah, yeah. that you just there's no alcohol, drugs, or tobacco or guns on on cartoons anymore, and it's just no fun. No, it's just no fun. Yeah, let. And let's start a legislature to put drugs and alcohol and guns back into cartoons. If okay, that's going to be a hot topic <laughs> next week. Yeah. Do, do your research on some old cartoons. No, I do not endorse this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I do not endorse any of that. I think cartoons are going the right way. Like, and that cartoons meant for kids. Like, don't try to bring real world adult problems into the cartoons. And that's what was happening back then. And, you know, and I'm not trying to be all serious about it, but man, golly. I mean, that that was just fucked up. <laughs> I, I don't know. I grew if, up in that shit. I watched I, these shows. I know, but I don't know if if a coyote trying to blow up a roadrunner with dynamite was a real world problem back then. I don't, it, I don't necessarily agree with it, what you it, just said. Well, it is not the solution to the problem, I'll tell you that. <laughs> hey, if you can't catch it, I mean, you got to use dynamite if you can't hunt, right? Golly, come on, don't. It, don't. It'll be an interesting topic next week. All right, I'll be willing to have a discussion. Right. But I'm not going to agree with it. No, like, no, yeah, that's fine. We don't have to agree with anything, but write it down so we don't forget.
right. I'm not hey, ready uh, right now. Real quick. Apparently, there are two Pauls. Uh, Jake Paul is the one who fought Nate Robinson. And no, Logan Paul <laughs> is the one who fought Nate Robinson. Not Jake Paul. Not according to is New York Post. Is his name Jake Logan Paul? No, they're, Logan they're brothers. Paul. Yeah, Supposed, Jake, Logan Paul. Supposedly, Jake Paul fought Nate Robinson, and Logan Paul is fighting Mayweather. Oh, cool. And Logan Paul's uh, uh, size and everything? He's uh, seven foot eight, 700 pounds. Shut the fuck. <laughs> seven, eight? <laughs> Does this does this make Logan Paul not the most Googled person in the world right now? Does that make Jake Paul the most Googled person? Logan Paul's the most Googled person. Logan Paul's the one that fought Nate Robinson. I don't know what I don't know what Matt's talking about. We're we're gonna get a lot of hate from our viewers if you're wrong on this. All gonna, six of our maybe, viewers are gonna be maybe, so bad. <laughs> maybe that's why his record was 0 and 1, because it was the wrong dude. <laughs> So wait, what's yeah, Jake Paul's it's record? Logan Paul. That's what I'm wait, trying to tell you, Matt. Logan Jake Paul, Paul not Jake. Record, Matt? Jake Paul has. Jake Paul no, just beat no. Robinson. He must have oh at least one and zero. Oh. Yeah, that's Logan what I'm saying. Paul. You were having me look up Logan Paul. Logan Paul didn't fight him, according to the internet. Well, I'm gonna go on the internet myself, right? <laughs> I have internet. And I will do it. Okay. Are we signing off? No. Not until I find out. <laughs> what the fuck? Get some Jeopardy music here while... Oh, please. No. You, you, slowly, you can slowly, edit it. You can Google. edit it. You can edit this. Gosh, slowly Google's stuff we already talked about. <laughs> I hate Let's you go. guys. It, you guys, that's why I don't want to podcast you. both you guys. You guys gang up on me. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we Google uh, Baker Mayfield after we Google uh, Jake and Logan Paul? No, we're only Googling this. You can Google your own shit. Get on your computer over there and Google it at the same time as I'm Googling it. I don't, I don't own a computer. <laughs> I'm jealous. Are you for real? Yeah, I'm for real. Oh, I'll give you one. No, no, I'm good. I, no, I don't. I would never use it. I do everything on my phone and the the computer at work. All right, Josh. I promise that Jake Paul is the one that fought Nate. <laughs> Matt, do you see his face? All right, you're right. <laughs> it, it is Jake Paul. That's all right. The all Paul right, brothers right. was still part of the conversation. And Jay and and the other Paul and the other Paul wants to fight Mayweather. That's is yeah. that what's happening? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Logan Paul is the guy supposedly going to fight Mayweather. Nice. Yo, these two motherfuckers. All they did was, oh my god, yo. And I'm watching this. Logan Paul looks thick. He looks big. Lo Logan Paul looks looks more looks way better than fucking Jake Paul. Well, yeah, he's the, he's the dude that he's the dude that's six two, 
200 pounds because that's what you guys asked me to look up logan paul stats okay yeah yeah so that's who's looking to fight well that wouldn't be fair but i guess it would be fair i don't have any idea all right all right for uh, for another time for another discussion uh i hey thank you chance bum gardner <laughs> for being on uh, one podcast that's what we call it two what, one podcast because we don't know what, what the fuck we're doing <laughs> what's the two three one sign off uh two three one sign off is get fucked how about that <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i'll talk to you next week no 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 that two three one sign offs i love you i love you <laughs> that's a big difference but either way i'll talk to you guys next week all right, all right. <laughs> see you buddy later everybody see you guys